Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh, boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding, Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola... You have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Hey guys, I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies and we tangent. What's up, everyone? <laughs> Hello. God willing, you can hear Mosby drinking water right now. <laughs> he's thirsty boy. Part of me wonders if he's gonna join us. We've been um wow, if you can't hear that <laughs> slurping. <laughs> um, he is like aggressively going at that I water. Know. Um he hasn't been on episodes lately because he has this bone that he just keeps dropping all over the place. Mm-hmm. And he, I have misophonia and he just like slurps. Oh. And it's like a tunnel bone. It's so bad. And his tongue coming out of that bone, Mosby, is terrible. I don't even have misophonia. And it, well, maybe I do a little bit. With him, you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't listen to him lick himself yeah, or that's any dog. That's a bad one. That's another bad one. Okay. Um, anyway, that's an update on Mosby that no one asked for. So there you go. You're Click welcome. clack is still around. Just his his mouth's too loud and we've had enough of it. <laughs> um, someday maybe he'll come be a blanket again on yeah. our couch. But When he can control his sounds a little <laughs> bit better. Yeah, not today. Um, we are celebrating Pride Month today. Yay! Yay! We're so excited. Um, we're going to... Uh, preface this episode a little bit um, with it's going to be emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, we asked you guys what you wanted 
us to do to celebrate or what would be a good way to celebrate pride? Yeah, we weren't forgetting. We were just trying to get um, Did people say we forgot? No, I'm just... Were you insecure? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't want people to think we forgot about it because we waited. No, no. Last year, it was the last... Oh, was it? Okay, good. Last episode So this is just on brand for us. (laughs) Well... I have a problem and this is my problem with everything is just like wanting things to be just right. And I want people to know that I care so deeply and in, in, in that pursuit of wanting people to know that I care, I procrastinate doing the thing oh my God, out of fear same, of letting them down. Same. So like that happened with my vow renewal. Yeah. Um, which happened this past weekend. I procrastinated getting a florist because in my head I was just going to cancel it. I was going to cancel it. Like, I'm and done with it. Yeah. I wanted to do a floral installation, which is like hard work. It is, it's art. It's a craft. Yeah. Like it is a skill. And for me to assume that somebody would be available and have the time and energy to devote to creating this for me on such a short notice was like uh, honestly foolish. So <laughs> I just decided I was going to try and do it for myself. Yeah. And uh, we didn't have any of the necessary tools. I almost said ingredients. Ingredients. No ingredients. No, we. I just bought a butt ton of flowers and hoped for the best. And uh, it, it turned out fine. But like, it looks really good. Thank you. And the pursuit of doing it was a tragedy. A lot of a lot of stress. Yeah. A lot of a lot of stress. Um, but that's what we do to ourselves. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened with pride month is like we want to celebrate and i don't know why i put so much pressure on it because we get to do it again next year i know and we can do it all the time yeah but i think this is just the first time we've gotten to do it where we have such a large audience and we care so much about you guys that we we love involving you as much as we can in it now that we have um the interaction that we do yeah so yeah, because somebody said that it, I think that's why it's so awesome because it really does feel like we're all a big friend group. And so I think that the participation is kind of that's why yeah. a lot of people like it. Yeah. So and that's why I think you guys um, enjoyed the episode that came out today. The uh, Also, if you guys downloaded it before oh. I fixed it. And you um, want to talk about embarrassment unlocked. <laughs> I felt like the Wizard of Oz that was like, oh, my God, they now know we take pee breaks and, and breathe burp. and burp. Long, awkward silence. And hawk up phlegm. <laughs> oh, no. Could you hear that? Oh, yeah. In the beginning, you were going. Ugh. Okay. Really loud. The- <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's a pregnancy symptom for some reason. I just have a lot of it. Yeah. In, Drainage. In a, and a lot of it makes me want to gag. So if I don't yeah. get it out. Oh, yeah. When she was nauseous in the beginning, she would just like do this gagging thing all the time, like a cough <laughs> gag. It was disgusting. Sorry if that was triggering to any of you. That still happens. Yeah. Well, it's foul. So well, I'm, I, I apologize. Get a handle on it, honestly. <laughs> apologize for being a human. Yeah. But anyway, so... Normally, uh, we record on my laptop. I airdrop it to my computer, and then I edit everything on there, and then I upload it. But I uploaded the original file instead of the edited file, and so people were like, hey, did you know that there's, like, huge pauses in here? And I was like, oh, my God. Probably so, moments where we were like, hang on, we'll be back. Yeah. Oh, no. I was like, so sorry to anyone. Um 
who downloaded that version. But some of you said you liked it. That you like peeking behind the curtain <laughs> to know what it's like. We piss a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. When I'm drinking and you're pregnant, there's lots of there's pee in so happening. There's so many pee breaks. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the reason I brought that up is because um, you guys enjoyed that episode because it felt interactive and yeah. it was fun for us to kind of like feel like we were talking to you because how you write is oh, probably so really good. reflective of how you speak and yeah. you're really fucking funny. So yeah. that's cool. Um, I love yeah. the people who were like, oh, I'm so glad that I can make you laugh with my thing. And I'm like, you freaking did. You guys are funny as yeah. fuck. Um, so yeah, we wanted to, I'm like having a little bit of a panic attack. Do you want to take a break? No, a I'm okay. okay. Um, I think it's just, this matters a lot. This is really important. And, um, we it is not lost on us that you guys trusted us to share these stories. That's, that is what we came to after your guys' suggestions of different, um, pride episodes to celebrate. We landed on sharing your your pride stories. Um, and we were hysterically crying before this. Like I, I got to see Sierra cry. I did it. (laughs) Yeah. And I have it on Marco Polo. So I can rewatch it anytime I want. Um, happened. But I mean, like, I was hyperventilating to the point where I almost threw up. When I say that I can't cry whenever we're talking about my stuff, that's exactly. But if I hear someone else's stories, like I'm going to cry. I'm getting teary. I'm just thinking about it. We haven't even started reading them yet. Because I don't know what Some of them aren't even sad. It's just, it's the good reasons. And that's. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know what Sierra's stories are. And Sierra doesn't know what my stories are. Um, They're your stories. They're all your stories. And that's what I want to keep saying is just thank you so much for sharing these with us. And um, we wanted to get to uh, there's so many. Yeah. So, 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 so many. And I wish that we could have gotten to all of them. Um, We've read them all. We we, want you to know that. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say before we get into this is some of the content of these stories might be um, triggering for you. Mm-hmm. So some of them are talking about um, like religious trauma, sexual trauma, um, suicide. So I'm already getting emotional. Um, if those things are things that are triggering to you, like we understand, please um, prioritize yourself and skip this episode. Um, so yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't know what more to say right now. I want to get to these stories, but I also want to just be um, respectful of people's feelings and um, where they're at in their journeys. Uh, But we, my hope is that in sharing these, someone can feel seen through them Mm -hmm. um, and can feel at peace with a part of themselves, even if they don't tell anyone else, just feeling peace inside. Absolutely. So I don't know why I'm getting so sappy because this is supposed to be a happy thing. This I have like rainbow <laughs> earrings on, but I, know I didn't have any rainbow stuff. I wanted to wear it, but I'm the only the like, most monochromatic bitch you've ever seen. Sierra learned the word monochromatic and now she's going to use it. <laughs> I sure am. Yeah. I, I like earth tones. I only have one shirt that has like actual rainbow colors on it. And it's like my Disney world shirt. And yeah. I just, I cannot bring myself to be like a Disney world adult. No. Um, Nothing wrong if you are a Disney World adult. I, I just, can't. I just can't. I can't. I can wear the Disney shirt, but I can't wear the Disney shirt with the earrings. Uh, yeah, like I have to have one whimsical thing at a time. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. Anyway, 
You want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay. So the first one is from Oliver, which immediately made me cry. <laughs> oh, because, because my son's name is Oliver. Um, and I just hope that um, when my son is old enough to make decisions for himself about who he is and who he loves that he feels comfortable enough to um, tell me. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So this is Oliver's coming out story <laughs> and a problem. So I live with my parents and my four other siblings. They never really showed any feelings towards the LGBTQ plus community. And I didn't know what to think. And I didn't know their views on being gay, etc. I always knew they were very supportive and very live how you want to live people. So when I was 11, I decided to come out as gay. I was so scared from watching YouTube videos on how to come out. I saw that the fathers normally took it harder. So I started with my mom. They always knew I wasn't discreet about being gay. I was always feminine. (laughs) Anyway, it was a friend's birthday. So I went with my mom to get a present for them. As soon as we left my house, my stomach was in pits. I was so, so nervous. Then I just stared. I started to bawl my eyes out and cry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I said, <laughs> I said, st- stared. <laughs> and I saw balls and I was like, you stared at your balls. Like that's a very <laughs> specific description. <laughs> Started to ball my eyes out and cry. <laughs> stared at my balls. I stared at my balls and just said something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she asked what was wrong and I asked, what would you say if I was gay? And she straight up said to me, I'd accept you and love you just like I do now. I just remember her grabbing my hand and holding it until we got to where I was getting the present. I never... Damn it, these are going to get me. Oh, fuck. Um, I never formally came out to my dad. My mom kind of did that for me, even though I wanted to do it. That's what my mom did for me when I was pregnant. (laughs) She kind of told my dad for me. Yeah. It was very nice. We love moms. Yes. Even though I wanted to do it, it was easier that way, and I don't resent her for that. Mm -hmm. I was worried about nothing, and I'm so glad I came out. But here's the thing. I'm 18 now, and I'm proud to be gay, but I always feel very strange to say the word gay out loud around people. I think it may be because society has drilled it into me that saying it makes people think you're drawing attention to yourself, but I'm still proud. I'm working on saying it more, but I still feel an overwhelming, uncomfortable sensation whenever I say that small little word. But anyway, I'm proud, happy, and showing my pride. I love you both. Happy Pride. Oh, we love you, we too. Love you so much. Oh. God, these are going to be sweet angel. <sighs> um, if we are not like taking a whole lot of time to comment on your stories, it's because we want to get in as many as we possibly can. Yeah. Um, and some of these are long and we're glad that they're long yeah. because that's we, important. Uh, yeah, it is important. Um, okay. Hello, Jerry and Sierra. My name is Kira. I love you. I love you. It took me a long time to realize that I was part of the LGBTQ plus community. Honestly, I should have known by how much I loved. Oh, no. Is this Rachel Wise? Is that how you say her name? I don't know. And about a boy? I don't know. Weiss? I don't know. I apologize, Rachel. Is it W-I-E-S-S? I, W-E-I-S-Z. Oh. That Z really threw me. <laughs> that's a German spelling if I've ever heard one. Okay. Well. Not that that's important. <laughs> yeah. I should have known by how much I loved Rachel, <laughs> Emma Stone in Easy A, I get that, and Anna Kendrick, Anna Kendrick in Pitch Perfect. I first came out as bi, then a lesbian, and most recently as queer. All I know is that sexuality is fluid, and I like people based on their hearts and minds. 
I've tried to come out to my mom multiple times, but every time I try, she insists that I am straight and does not believe that LGBTQ plus people are born this way. Most of the people I have come out to have been loving and accepting, but I do not know a lot of open LGBTQ plus people, so I transferred to a school in a very liberal place, but my first semester there was the spring 2020 semester, and I've been Mm. doing online classes ever since that. Bless you. Yeah. I go back in August for my last semester as an undergrad, so I am really excited. We're so excited for you, hoping that you are able to connect with people um, who can finally make you feel comfortable and yes you can be yourself yeah let me start by saying i love y'all so much we love you too yeah um my story is incredibly exciting but was such a huge awakening for me my mom knew i when i was around four or five that i would be gay and growing up i was never told it was wrong which i'm so thankful for i always wondered why i would find my female friends so entrancing and why i always got nervous around girls around 13 while playing truth or dare i kissed a female friend for the first time i immediately knew this was different just kind of went with it after that moment i classified myself as bisexual i was always afraid of what my family would say and as i got older i was able to see how much being gay was frowned upon or forbidden so i hid that side of me for 15 years Now, enter my first serious girlfriend. This was a girl I knew of but never knew much about. She started messaging me on Instagram. Within a few days, she started flirting with me. I was shocked. (laughs) I was shocked. I was (laughs) shocked. One, because I never knew she liked girls, and two, because of the way those messages made me feel. Again, I went with it, but this time I wasn't afraid and I wasn't hiding. I quickly fell in love with her and everything our relationship made me feel. For the first time, I felt like me. I felt free. Uh, my coming out journey was more of me just being like, hey, here's my girlfriend. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. I always said if I if Noah ever came out to me, that's how I want him to do it. He doesn't have to make a big thing. I just want yeah. him to be like, this is my boyfriend. Just like how I, he would do if he had a girlfriend. Yeah. Majority of the people in my life were so incredibly supportive and so happy for me. A lot of them already knew and weren't surprised or just didn't care. The hardest part was telling my daughter. I was so scared she would end up hating me. In the beginning, Mm -hmm. she was very confused. I will forever be grateful for having the strength to come to terms with who I am truly because it led her to be accepting of herself and led her to be open about her own sexuality. Coming out as a lesbian after being with men pretty much my entire life has been a wild experience, but I wouldn't change this journey for anything. Sorry. Thank you all for loving this community in the way that you do and for always fighting for us. Christiana. Oh, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Oh, God, these are good. I know. Okay. Um, this one does not have a name, I don't believe. So when I was realizing I might be bisexual, now fully down with being a bisexual using she, they pronouns, I was so insanely scared to tell anyone, even my best friend I'd known for seven years at the time. I actually made a fake, or I'm sorry, I actually made a secret Instagram account with a fake name, mildly embarrassing, Hmm. but I was finally able to participate in LGBTQ plus posts. Since back then, Insta still had the tab that showed other people what you liked or followed. I remember that. Oh, I used to stalk that all the time. That's how I found out that my boyfriend was cheating on me. (laughs) (laughs) So that was kind of helpful. Yeah. Um. I ended up meeting a girl from the Netherlands. We through commenting on an LGBTQ plus post, and we've been friends for years now. Coming out is hard, and if you're not ready to do it, you don't have to. Maybe through your journey in the closet, you'll meet an awesome Dutch girl named Rosa who will become a lifelong bud to share your gay panics with and even support you when you end up falling for a sweet, sweet straight man. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Oh. I love that one. 
Bless them and bless Rosa. Um, I'm trying to decide. I'll do one more and then okay. we'll restart it. Yeah, because my next one's long. Okay. I came out on your live as pansexual on Jerry's birthday. Oh, I we remember saw you. you. Thank you for doing that. Um, but when I was seven, I called a girl pretty and I got put this one. Um, this one trigger warning for anyone uh, has um, religious trauma and also um, abuse. But when I was seven, I called a girl pretty and got put into conversion therapy. They hit me a lot. It oh scarred me God. for life until the church running it got shut down. My parents were very upset, but I decided to tell them I was I was straight to save my life. In March of last year, I was out um, to all of my friends' bye. I became suicidal because I knew what my parents would think, and my parents didn't care. They never showed up to the hospital. They never helped me clean my scars, just left me to die one day until I called my sister and she drove me to the hospital. Thank you to the friend that made me call her that day. Ooh. And then my parents found out that I liked girls. They threatened to put me back into conversion therapy, but couldn't find anyone doing it. So they tried to beat the gay out of me. Basically running their own conversion therapy. Again, I told them I'll change for them. I couldn't. In August, I got a woman's undercut. I wanted to go shorter, but my mom said no. The hairdresser recommended a woman's undercut. And my mom said it was okay. I didn't want it, but anyways, keep in mind, I did not want it. My sister told my mother it was a lesbian haircut. My mother yelled at me for three hours about how I betrayed her and did not respect her because I got a lesbian haircut, apparently. Not like I wanted it. <laughs> oh, no. Anyways, she took my phone from me for two weeks, and my dad had to give it back to me. When he did, my mom was mad, saying I wasn't ready to give it back to her yet. Now I'm tired of her... I'm pansexual. My pronouns are they, she. And as soon as I can, I'm leaving this house and transitioning into a boy because I can't handle being with people who don't accept me. Also, I'm in love with my best friend and I don't know what to do. This girl is so pretty and it's slowly <laughs> killing me. Oh, oh my um, God. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for trusting us to be a safe space for you to tell your story and to be openly yourself. Yeah. Oh, that's we are wishing you the absolute best on your journey and hoping that you... Um, are able to stay safe in the meantime until you can get somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, these are getting to me. <laughs> this one starts. Oh, sorry. Oh my gosh, it's kind of hard for me. If you guys hear me panting and out of breath, I'm crying, but also I'm just getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> your organs are encroaching upon <laughs> your lungs. They really are. Yeah. It's a lot. Okay. Um, my name is Gino and I came out by accident about two years ago. I was at a party with some family friends and one of the moms came up to me and said, you know, we know, right? And I looked at her trying to come up with a lie. All I said was about what? She said about you. I broke down in front of the whole house. Later that day, I was talking with my dad. He said he didn't care as long as I was happy. A few weeks later, I was talking with my brother about privilege, especially straight privilege. I wrote this about our conversation. Ready? Okay. So I had to take a deep breath. I was talking with my brother one day, and he said straight privilege doesn't exist. I said, what feeling do you get when you walk into a locker room? <laughs> Shit, sorry. He said nothing. I said, do you count the number of people in the room? How many fists start to clench? How many steps to the door? How many seconds you've been in there? That's straight privilege. I said, what feeling do you get when you walk into a gym? He said nothing. I said, do you memorize the days when people work out so you don't go on those days? 
Do you map out every exit in order to run out as fast as possible? Do you not go to the gym? I said, what feeling do you get when someone asks, can I ask you a question? He said, nothing. I said, do you feel your heart start to race as you wait for the question? Do you smile even though you can feel every muscle in your body start to tremble? I'm shaking right now even just reading this. Sorry. Do you already know the question about to be asked? I said, what, what feeling do you get when you see someone you like? He said, nothing. I said, do you wonder what they will say when you tell them you like them? Do you watch them meticulously just to make sure that you are their type? And by type, I don't mean they like brunettes over blondes or they like someone shorter than them. I mean they like boys over girls. I don't mean to get all serious, but when a straight person says straight privilege doesn't exist, I can't help but wonder if they really know how much I think before words ever even come out of my mouth, before those two words come out of my mouth. Funny how we say that words come out when a child does it, but then he's left on the streets. Funny how we say love thy neighbor until that neighbor is gay, then burn him in a rolled up rug. Funny how my life becomes a choose your own adventure game. Enough. If you didn't think about how you were going to tell your parents about someone you like, that's straight privilege. If you didn't eat, if you didn't eat alone at lunch in fear someone will ask who you are dating, that's straight privilege. If you walk down the street and you don't notice how many eyes watched you, that's straight privilege. When you sit here and think that this poem has nothing to do with you, that's straight privilege. So don't tell me that this is a choice. Don't tell me my life isn't bad. To just relax, you could have it way worse. You're right, I could have it worse. But that doesn't mean that what is happening is okay. In the Declaration of Independence, it says that every person has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So tell me why we are killed for being ourselves. Our right to life and liberty is stripped from us, but straight privilege doesn't exist. I'll believe you when you get your right to live taken away from you. Then maybe we will be equal. Sorry. Thank you for that. Yes. That's the one that got me bad earlier. Well, there was two that did. Oh, boy. That one had me like a full on freaking. Thank you. Because those are things that you're right. I I have never thought about those things ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, in the gym, I did just because I don't like men either (laughs) staring at me. But you're right. And I think that um, something that I noticed in our fandoms page and something that I've noticed like in messages and things like that is um, that people want to know how they can be allies uh, if they don't identify as being a part of the community. And something about learning how to be an ally is learning about what it means to be in the community. Mm -hmm. And like that that is a very good indicator of like, Hey, this is what we feel just as a fraction of what we feel in these situations. Yeah. And I think the people who just think it's a choice and think it's easy. Um, I hope that they hear those things and feel the pain. Yeah. Um, and understand, Ugh, hopefully change. Uh, okay. I guess my story is a, Maybe a bit sad. I'm a 36-year-old woman in a 15-year-long relationship with a man. Over the past couple of years, I've realized that I'm also attracted to women. I love my husband, and I have no interest in ending my marriage, but I feel like there's a whole part of me that I'll never get to experience or explore. I haven't told my husband or anyone except my best friend. I know he would be supportive and likely would not be surprised, but I feel like, what's the point? I can't act on it, and I know a lot of bi people in hetero relationships 
face a weird kind of discrimination. I'm not the only gay in the family, so I know they would all be supportive and loving. My husband's family, I'm not so sure about. I guess part of me wonders, if I hadn't met my husband so young, would I have discovered this sooner and had time to experience more? I wouldn't trade my husband or my son for the world, but I think I'll always feel a little bit like half of my life is missing. Ugh. I know. Um, I wanted to include that one because I've seen so many people on the Fangents page um, talking about um, being bi, but being in a hetero relationship. Yeah, and, and how, how they feel like they can't call themselves, be part of the community or Especially call themselves. Especially if they've not ever um, been with the other, yeah. Yeah, with the their same, same sex. sex. Yeah. So. I'm glad you did. Okay. It's been four years since I started my transition. Four years of being on testosterone and four years of still being judged for how I choose to live my life. In the beginning, I was scared to lose friends, family members, and even my parents, especially my mom, who has always been my rock. She was the one person I was worried about the most and the first person I told. I came out to her as she laid in a hospital bed because that's where she spent most of her life. Ooh, sorry. And when I told her, her response was, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. Are you happy? And of course I was. But a part of me was sad because I had a feeling she wouldn't be able to go on this journey with me. Being my number one fan, like always, and to be honest, I almost stopped myself from beginning that journey because I wanted her to experience it with me. I really thought about putting it on hold. But I know she wanted me to do what makes me happy, no matter what it is, and no matter what I was going through. It shouldn't prevent me from living my best life. She passed away four months after, and for four years almost every day. I think about what if I hadn't gone through with it. She's the reason for my strength, and I know she's very proud of the man I have become. Watching all my milestones from wherever she is, I just wish she was actually here to witness them. Damn. Oh. I've read these before, too, and they're still getting me. I'm so happy that you told her. Yeah. Um, because I think that's something that you would have wondered your entire life. Yep. Um, and so I never want to tell anyone to... Um, come out before they're ready um but that is a, a good case of yeah. yeah i'm i'm glad that she got to see the real you yes. before she passed away yeah Whew. okay this is the dumbest suggestion you guys have ever had <laughs> did you no all just, giggles this week <laughs> did you all just want to hear us sniff in the microphone <laughs> and dab our faces Oh my goodness. Are you happy? We have to do another one after this too. Our makeup's just going to be ruined. Oh, I wondered if we should do the other one first. I know. I almost said that. Whatever. The other one's uh, an exclusive Am I the Asshole one, um, yeah. which is coming out before this one. So that's going to be weird. <laughs> oh, good. We'll look better. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. This isn't mine, uh, but it was a close-ish friends of mine story, which she can't tell anymore because she tragically passed away last year. And I just wanted to share it because it deserves to be heard. I read that and I was like, whoa, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. At first I was like, oh, I don't want to include this if this isn't your story. I don't like when other people tell other people's stories. Yep. But then um, this is an exception, yes. I think. In middle school, she decided she wanted to be a girl. In a small town, she got a lot of hate for it, changing her name and started growing her hair out. Um, we were in a very small Republican town, so it was weird and not normal. She got to high school, and I became her cheer coach. She started taking hormones, but she was not allowed to wear a female cheer uniform. She got constant hate, 
But what made me super proud is all of the other cheerleaders stood up to the hating ass Republican white boys and basically told them to fuck <laughs> off a million times a day. Good. These girls stuck together. They also all fought, fought for her to be able to not use the men's bathroom. She went to the faculty bathroom. Ugh. By the way, who gives a fuck about the bathroom? Yeah, for the love of motherfucking God. Yeah. Oh, anyway. My people use the bathroom when they need to go to the bathroom. Yes. Stop asking questions Let's about it. Let's be more it, like weirdos. Europe anyway. Yeah. And have full on <laughs> rooms to ourselves. <laughs> I don't want to share a bathroom with anyone. Honestly, anybody can look at me through those cracks. They're fucking the <laughs> yeah. largest cracks I've ever seen. And I already crop dust people in the grocery store, so you know I don't care. <laughs> um. When she graduated, they used her name and not her dead name, which was amazing. We always kept in contact, and I would see her every once in a while, and she would run up and give me a big hug. She was starting to travel to different places. She went to Arizona last year, and the night before getting on the plane, she had a massive seizure and passed away. Oh, my goodness. She lived in Iowa, so she was very, very far away from home. They started a GoFundMe to raise $5,000. The entire town, and then some, raised almost $15,000 to help her. Wow. Even the gross boys who gave her who gave her shit in high school. It was awesome. Kind of a sad ending, but I think she really helped our small town in Iowa. Wow. Thinking that this person, like, fought to be herself <laughs> so fiercely, even as a child. Yeah. Um, and to know that even after she was gone, she still left... Uh, a mark on that place and yes. hopefully changed people's minds. Like what a beautiful testament to your life. That is amazing. Oh, okay. So she set, starts this one out. This is long, so bear with me. And it is, but it is worth it. <laughs> okay. My knee, my knee. <laughs> I thought you were going to say my knee. I like, I'm, I'm already fucking it up. <laughs> Sorry, my girl. Woo. My name is Alicia and I'm a, public school pre-K teacher in the heart of the deep south Alabama. I don't like rainbows. Let me rephrase that. I was scared to like rainbows. If I have rainbows everywhere, people will know I'm gay. If I have rainbows everywhere, people will think I'm pushing an agenda. On June 26, 2015, I remember that date so well because it's the day before my birthday. <laughs> it was such a good day. My family was sitting on the beach when we heard the Marriage Act was passed, meaning LGBTQ plus couples could get married. Yeah. Yeah. That was the day before my birthday. I was like, what a fucking birthday gift. That was uh, a year after Shane and I got engaged on the day that it uh, was legalized in Pennsylvania. Oh. And I was like, good. I don't want to get married unless they can. Anyway. Yes, exactly. Uh, my sister, who is straight, mind you, posted a rainbow profile picture in support. Do you know how many hate, how much hate she received? And all she did was post a rainbow in a profile picture with the word love wins. Rainbows are bad because they mean gay. This is what has been forced into my brain for as long as I can remember. And that was okay because I don't really like rainbows. Except in my classroom. I'm not a bright colors person. I prefer neutral colors in my home and I don't wear a lot of loud colors. And honestly, I prefer black over most brights. We got you. <laughs> we understand. Yeah. But in my classroom, I love bright colors. She's a pre-K teacher, remember? Mm -hmm. I love rainbows and glitter and magic because that's what four- and five-year-olds thrive on, am I right? But because I was so scared for anyone to know who I really was, I fought that for a long time. I even rem remember when a coworker wanted to get matching rainbow lanyards and I told her, eh, that might be too much for me. That's ridiculous, right? 
because bright colors and rainbows and glitters have nothing to do with me pushing anything on anyone or being loud about who I am. They have nothing to do with me as an educator and my ability to teach. They're to make my kids more comfortable in an environment they'd enjoy. But what if they found out who I am because of it? If you're close to me, you've probably heard me say, I'm not a pride person, and it doesn't matter if my kids and their families know who I am, I'm just their teacher. Other popular sayings include, but aren't limited to, it doesn't matter how I feel, my families would never want me as their teacher again, I can just avoid kids' questions, and they're only four, they won't remember anyways. Sorry. So it wasn't even, it wasn't ever important to me to come out, but then I listened to a podcast it wasn't us. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know, I really wish. And I wish I remembered the name, person, etc., but I don't. It talked about how, as educators, we are constantly encouraging our students to find their best self, love themselves, and how, they, how to navigate this thing called life as themselves, as themselves. It talked about how educators make sure to put all cultures and ethnicities in classrooms so that students can see themselves and how we need to make sure we have different kinds of family dynamics in our literature for students to see so that they can see their potential. But it never mentioned LGBTQ plus families. And it made me think, I never saw anyone who looked like me growing up. I never read about families that mine could look like one day. I never even knew there were so many families like mine until many years after my K through 12 days. And I decided that's a problem, because if I could have seen people who are like me or families or heard that it's okay to be me and love me for who I am, the possibilities could have been endless. But I didn't, period. We had families with one parent, step-parents, grandparents, different ethnicities, different cultures, but never anything LGBTQ+. So it took me a very long time with lots of therapy, depression, anxiety, including getting close with or talking to anyone I work with, so I didn't have friends at work for almost two years. Sitting and crying because of how bad I was and praying for it to go away before I could finally love myself. If I had had those same mirrors in my classrooms, maybe it wouldn't have taken me so long to truly love myself. It wouldn't have taken me so long to be confident in who I am. It wouldn't have taken me so long to figure out what love really is instead of fighting myself for years. And finally, after 10-ish years of being partially closeted, I'm ready to be myself unapologetically. I'm gay. I have an incredible support system. Sorry, I know. <laughs> an incredible support system who supports me a thousand percent. I was blessed with an absolute best case coming out experience. And that's why I want to take back what I said about not being a fan of pride and coming out. I realize now that it's important to have pride in myself. That's why it was important for me, after six years of teaching, to show who I genuinely am from there on out. I may not be for the parades and things. Hello, I'm an introvert. We <laughs> feel that. But I'm no longer going to be ashamed of who I am. And thanks to the black LGBTQ plus activists who formed the first riot for pride, I can celebrate that today. And maybe I only teach four-year-olds, but those kiddos grow up and still come to see me for years and years. And with the things they'll hear about the LGBTQ plus communities and the news and narrow minds... If I can be that tiny source of self-love and acceptance that one student in my teaching career needs, I will hang rainbows everywhere because I'm not scared to like them anymore. Oh. That was the other one that got me. Oh, Ooh, wow. Alicia, that was so good. 
Thank you so much for sharing that. And oh. you're very obviously an educator because that was so beautifully written. Yeah. Oh my and God. I, I don't think that's one reason I couldn't stay an educator is because I felt so passionately about things like that. And they encourage you not to bring that up in schools, you know, because you, you can't push an agenda and you can't, um, like, you don't want to talk about politics and that's not what you're there for. And I'm like, what? Oh, this I'm isn't... here for reading comprehension? Yeah. Is that all you care about? First of all, that's not politics. If I can sit here and talk about my husband, someone should be allowed to sit there and talk about their wife. Right. Right. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code TANGENTS20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code TANGENTS20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code TANGENTS20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them? or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective and Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. 
Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. Mm -hmm. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. <laughs> so true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take little Claritin D, clears yes. me right up. All my <laughs> symptoms are just like, what cat? <laughs> Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house... You probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me, and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk, and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know, because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. (laughs) have some seriously but it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it and you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy that's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy prettylitter.com slash tangents terms and conditions apply see site for details What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about Mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So, they are planet-friendly. 
And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. (laughs) Yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off flex disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first flex cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flexfits.com slash tangents. I love, you got a cough? Or is that a burp? I was having a burp. <laughs> I, went, I went to say... Do you have to burp? Oh, yeah. And then are you going to burp? Are you having a burp? Are you having a burp over there? I was. Are you having a sneeze? Are you having a cough? Okay. <laughs> I love that you're doing this. I didn't realize I was part of the queer community until I was 24 and in grad school to become a social worker. I've been a lifelong Christian and the realization was really devastating to me at first that I was a lesbian. It took me a year of researching and finding a queer Christian community. That's a very hard thing to say <laughs> for me. Um queer christian community online to realize i'm not broken in fact i'm beautifully and wonderfully made in god's image oh when i graduated from grad school i went to a queer student graduation on top of my regular one i still hang my rainbow tassel on my apartment to remind me how far i've come of self uh, to self-acceptance since then i've publicly come out and have worked with my church to become more accepting this winter we finally became an affirming church i lost people on the journey i think we all do but I now have a community wrapped around me that reminds me every day that I'm loved and don't need to change a thing. If any queer Christians are out there, the Q Christian Fellowship is where I found my first confirmation that nothing was wrong with me. Find a community and remember that God loves you as you are. Oh, that's fucking good. I'll tell you, that was one of the things that made me turn from my faith was um, how the church that I was raised in or the people, some of the people, that's the thing. That's the thing is some people can lead churches that aren't meant to lead churches. And the, the person that I believe in, um, they're pushing an, pushing an agenda that's not his Yeah, or theirs. I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't love the idea that it's a guy. Me neither. (laughs) But, um, I will never be quiet. Yeah. Especially at a church about how I feel um, about anyone in the LGBTQ plus community. Uh Um, I think that it does a disservice to the message uh, in general. And yeah, you're supposed to love people uh for being themselves. I remember feeling, I was was in a small group. the first thing I learned when I went to church and then they were like, well, here's the exceptions. And I was like, wait a fucking minute, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Because, no, you didn't tell me there was this. Mm -hmm. You said love everybody no matter what for being themselves. And now you're going to throw these exceptions at me? But also don't judge. (laughs) Yeah. But also judge these people. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. No. We just picking and choosing shit. We Mm -hmm. want, like, who gets to play and who doesn't. It's back to the kids making up rules for the game thing. Yeah. I remember getting heated. I was in a small group. 
And um, this was one of the reasons I knew that I felt comfortable staying at the church. So I was reading this book that we were all supposed to read for small group. And in the book, this person was talking about um, how when um, the Marriage Rights Act got passed, Mm -hmm. the White House was lit up with rainbow things. And he was furious. (gasps) He was just talking about how the government is like ruining the church and how they're poisoning the minds. There's supposed and to be I, a separation there, bud. But yeah. it's fine. I, I was not going to be quiet. I yeah. went to small group and I'm like, this is wrong. Yeah. I'm not cool with this. And it was the first time I thought I was like prepared to get kicked <laughs> out. Yeah. 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 Um, for an exorcism or something <laughs> to happen. But I was so happy that the people that were in that group, it was such a positive conversation about how we were going to read this book, but it's important to know that humans are flawed Mm -hmm. and not everyone is going to deliver the message properly. And since I bought the book, at least try and find something in it. (laughs) And I was like, you're right. I already paid it. I can't get my money back now. So like, Maybe something in here, but anytime there's something I disagree with, I'm like, I have to, br- I, I can't this up. be quiet about that. This and is you wrong. Shouldn't be right, because that's, that's not a place where people should feel unloved. If a hundred percent, and unfortunately, where it, it is where yes. it happens very often. Um. Okay. Hi, my ooh, fell right onto my belly. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Emily, and I recently came out as bisexual, and I'm now in a relationship with a woman. I wanted to share my story because it makes me laugh at how long it took me to connect the dots and realize I like women. (laughs) It was right in my face the whole time, and it took me until I was 19 to figure it out. Throughout middle school, I had the fattest crush on Katniss Everdeen. (laughs) This part is so good. I would talk about her all the time. I watched every single movie Jennifer Lawrence was in and always had a picture of her set as my lock screen on my phone. I was I was like with you up until the lock screen on your phone. <laughs> Mostly because I didn't have a smartphone like right, that. Right, yeah. We were flip phone era. Yeah. My friends would see and ask why, and I'd answer with the classic, I just really want to be your friend. One time I was watching the movie Silver Linings Playbook with my dad when I was like 15, and he said, I can tell how much you love her just by the way you're looking at her on the screen. <laughs> Humiliating. <laughs> I love this story. Yeah. Um. This whole time, I thought it was the normal girl crush or just admiration. Turns out that was not the case. I was 19 when I figured it out, which is shocking considering how obvious it was the whole time. The first time I said it out loud, it was like something clicked and I realized I was bisexual. I had never verbalized it before, and the moment I did, it made sense. I was dating a boy at the time for over two years, and when I came out to him, I was expecting some support or encouragement. Instead, his response was, I don't know what you want me to say to that. Okay. Needless to say, we broke up like two weeks later. (laughs) Good for you. However, my parents kept asking why we broke up, but I was not out to them. I spent a year lying to them about the reason our relationship ended because I was too scared to tell them. Finally, I told my dad, and it took about another year to tell my mom, but they're both super supportive and adore my girlfriend. I had to throw a really happy one in here, too, because I was like, we need happy. 
Sorry it's not super entertaining. It is. But I listen to you guys every day at work, and your support is so appreciated. I always feel like we're friends on a FaceTime call when I listen to your podcast. Mm. I love you, too, and I'm so happy I found your TikTok on my For You page, and I've been binging the podcast since. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Emily. We love your story. That was such a good story. Yeah. And I guarantee someone heard that and was like, I think I'm by. Yes. A hundred percent. You could be oh, we're not that- supposed to be like that attracted to yeah. movie stars? Oh, uh, whoopsie. Um, almost four years ago, I came out as transgender, female to male. It didn't go as well as expected. My mom kicked me out of the house, and some of my family still don't accept me, but I'm so incredibly lucky that most of them do. I live with my dad and stepmom now, and although days can still be hard, it's getting better. I've made friends and grown as a person. That being said, I still get perceived as a woman. And a guy yelled very misogynistic and sexual things while I was running. I'm only 17 a few wow. days ago. So things get better and things get worse. I've never celebrated pride before as I never really felt like I deserved it, but I refuse to put myself down anymore. I'm valid and my identity is valid regardless of other perceptions of me. Oh. I love your podcast and everything you both do. It's got me through some hard times. So thank you. Also shout out to all my other female to male friends who thought they were just really butch lesbian for like a portion of their life. <laughs> I think I have one of those in here. <laughs> we love you. Yes. Oh, that's really good. All right. I have My next one is my name is Matthew. He, him. I'm 21 and I'm a transgender dude, female to male. I came out as trans when I was 16 while my mom took me home from school. I was sobbing because I was terrified to tell anyone and my mom just kept screaming, why? What makes you think that? You're just a tomboy. You don't need more attention. Stop being so attention-seeking. I know. And surprisingly, that was a calm reaction for my mom, so I was somewhat happy about how it went. I told my dad through text because we lived in different states at the time. He said he supports me and loves me no matter what. Amazing. And that he already kind of knew. He then helped me pick out my name, Matthew. Oh. I know. Way we have, go, Dad. <laughs> I know. Fucking go, Dad. He gets a daddy stamp. Yeah. Yeah, Daddy. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Matthew, don't tell your dad. <laughs> um, we have always been super close. I told my brother, who lived with my dad, and he said, you'll never be my brother. I don't care how much you mutilate your body. You're still a girl. You're still my little sister. You get your daddy stamp revoked, Yeah, you have brother. no stamps, fucker. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. So say, do they repair their relationship or are we going to have to ret- retract that? I, well, I think maybe. I can't remember the end. Okay. And I'm not giving it away if I did. Okay. Spoilers. Um, after that, we didn't talk for nine months. Rightfully so. My mental health was really bad during that time because, for one, I was an edgy 16-year-old, and then I was struggling with constantly being misgendered. I never called anyone out for it. I never had corrected anyone because I have anxiety and confrontation is not for me. Fast forward to a year later, my mom kicked me out for another reason. I I asked her for help because I wanted to die. And I go to live with my dad and drop out of high school. I move in with my dad and brother, and it's great because I know my dad is supportive, but my brother is not at all. Fast forward to 19. I start testosterone and finally begin to feel better about myself. My mom comes back into my life, and she's supportive now? That's <laughs> with a question mark? She did some growing? Maybe. Mommy? We can <laughs> Mommy stamp? <laughs> <laughs> we can hope Yeah. Um, that it was just her being a better person. 
I was just glad someone was using the right pronouns because my dad was supportive, but he had a really hard time with my pronouns. My brother started to switch over to gender gender neutral pronouns. That's like a really hard thing for me to say too. Gender neutral? Gender neutral pronouns. Like all at once. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's when my mouth has to do the same shape over and over and over again. Like the, I have big the teeth. We know this. Yeah. Um, for me, which was better than nothing, honestly. That year on my birthday, he even sang happy birthday to me and used the right name. Aww. He was uncomfortable, but he still made an effort and it made me happy. I'm now 21 and my brother still uses gender neutral pronouns. My dad is getting better about using he, him. Um and he is a lot better with using Matthew instead of my birth name. And my mom introduced me to her husband's family as Matthew. And we're going to, we're going to my first gay bar next week. Yay! Yay! I just reconnected with my grandmother this past year and came out to her as well as my uncle after not speaking for 11 years due to family drama. And they both supported me unconditionally. So my point is, people might take a long time to understand, but it can happen. I know I'm very lucky to have so much support in my life, but it wasn't always so supportive. And for a long time, all I had was my friends and my dad. So just know it's okay to form your own support system with friends or family and do what makes you happy and keeps you safe. Oh, we're so happy that you kept on, kept on. Keep kept on, keep on, kept on. Stamps for Matthew. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing stamps, but I'm here for you it. You guys get stickers, all of you. <laughs> I have to keep like replenishing with water because I feel like I'm not even crying that much. But you know, for me, this is a this is a big yeah, deal. Yeah, you keep welling like that, you're gonna be dehydrated in no time. <laughs> dehydrated. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if this counts as a pride story, but here we go. I'm a cis woman who's only ever dated men. When I was a teenager, I really liked this girl who was a few years older than me. Back then, I remembered thinking. Oh, I'm just impressed with her skills in gymnastics. <laughs> I or love wow, all these things our brains do. I know. She's so bendy. <laughs> or wow, she's so cool, popular, and funny. But today I can admit to myself that I was crushing hard. Mm-hmm. A couple of this is a whole cat is ever situation, isn't it? <laughs> a couple of years she has gone by. She was your lock screen. <laughs> and now and then I'll see a woman and think, wow, she's so beautiful. So when the pandemic hit and all of us millennials joined TikTok, my For You page was exciting to say the least. Oh, so many lesbian <laughs> TikTok is uh, out of control. Well, she when all the thirst traps started showing up, all I could hear was NSYNC, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to start this next chapter of my life. Love from Sweden. Yay! Love back to Sweden. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was the first thing, too. And I was like... What's happening with my algorithm that this is just... <laughs> you showed me that person who makes bread. <laughs> oh, I love her! I was feeling some type of way. She, when she gives it a little smack, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> you better... You, you better gotta hit that bread again. <laughs> yeah, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> that bread has been bad. Bad bread. <laughs> You're making that bread rise. You're making me rise. <laughs> Okay. I read the book Red, White, and Royal Blue. Highly recommend. And at the time, I had been maybe thinking I was bisexual. I went into the book knowing that the main character was bi. What I didn't realize was that he didn't know it in the beginning. The characters, Alex, bi panic, I had never related to more than any other character. Especially when he kept thinking things like, straight people probably don't spend so much effort convincing themselves they're straight. (laughs) That line felt like a personal attack. (laughs) And that's how I figured out I was bi. (laughs) That's all for that one. I I love love that. that. 
Um, so I went to an all girls school from kindergarten all the way to senior year of high school. Long story short, I thought I was straight and my feelings for girls were just friendly feelings. How about I almost just ask if this was a woman writing this in, but like fucking obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the all only girl. man at an all girls school. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> my feelings for girls were just so friendly feelings since I was straight. And my feelings for girls were just friendly feelings since girls are so affectionate towards each other. Looking back, I realized that I'm very much a lesbian. And my biggest moment of like, dude, you should have known is from kindergarten. I had a, <laughs> this is my favorite. This is so wholesome. I had a crush on a girl who was more masculine and I convinced myself that she was a boy pretending to be a girl. No. She's the man type situation <laughs> to make me feel better about the crush. Anyways, during the winter when we would go sledding, I would make sure that I always was sledding in the same lane as her so that when she went down, I could send love potions to her. <laughs> I would send air kisses and everything convinced that she would fall in love with me. Whenever I think about this, it surprises me that it took me until college to realize I'm gay. <laughs> Thank you for wanting to do a Pride episode. Love you guys so much and keep in touch with your bad selves. Oh, that's Thank so you, Kayla. good. That is you so good. You are adorable. <clears throat> I love that. Okay. This says, this is my first Pride out as bi. I'm married and have a kid and have always felt that my feelings didn't matter or were valid. Oh, I told you there's another one. That my feelings didn't matter or were valid because I love my husband and I would never leave him. So it looks like I'm straight. So why even bother? Mm -hmm. Plus, I have never been with a girl. So how do I even know what I like? It took a lot of unpacking, but I'm now pr proud of who I am. I didn't choose a side. I chose a person. My feelings and sexuality are valid. My husband now even jokes that if I hadn't met him, I would probably be a lesbian. <laughs> Thanks for creating a safe space to share. Love you, ladies. Alexa from Nebraska. Oh, thank you for sharing, Alexa. Yes. Those those stories are important, too. And yeah. you are valid in your sexuality and in your orientation. Yeah. A hundred percent. Just because you look straight passing and cis and all that. You're in a hetero relationship. Mm -hmm. Um. This one is like one line, but I love it okay. because I, the thought of it is the cutest thing I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. I came out to my friends while playing the game of life. Oh, <laughs> it took me a second. Could you imagine playing the game of life? Did you pick another? The same oh. yeah, color person in the car with you. Oh, I love that. You just like put it in and then look around and go. Eh? <laughs> You know, that reminds me, um, when I was teaching, I played the game of life with my students sometimes because it was like, um, there was so many benefits <laughs> to all of it. Team building exercise. Well, sure. it, it, there was, um, you know, following directions, counting the money, just, um, multi-step things. I taught high school special education. So like playing games in that way was educational. Right. Um, but I had two students who started dating each other, um, both male. And I wouldn't let them work together because I worked at a trade school mm -hmm. and I would send my students, I would teach them, um, how to do like custodial tasks. So they would like sanitize lockers and they would sweep dust mop the hallways and they would wash the windows, but I wouldn't let them work in the same group because I, if I, if there were two people dating, I wouldn't let them work in the same group because there wasn't supervision all the time. Sure. And, they got angry at me because they said they were like, you just don't like gay people. And I was like, no, no I can't. I, I you're do. Teenagers. You're teenagers <laughs> and you're dating. Yeah. I would also <laughs> not let a 
hetero couple be in the same group. Yeah. Because that's just policy. Yeah. And we're I'm, in a school and you're teenagers. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to make sure no funny business is going I've on in the house. been a teenager in under high school. my watch. And he, the same kid showed up in a Trump shirt and I was like, okay, all right, we're going to have a conversation. Okay. <laughs> What's happening? Because here? I don't you think. about it, me. Yes. <laughs> Um, I don't think you understand what you're wearing on your shirt if you're going to call me a homophobe, okay? Um, but when we played the game of life, they both did um, two oh, blue people in the car. Oh, I love that. I know. It was adorable. That's really good. Okay. I love them and I also wanted to shake them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, teenagers. Because yeah, I flat out, I, I got in trouble with the principal because I flat out told that kid he wasn't allowed to wear the shirt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, listen, that... At this time, because it was an election year, I was like, it is not safe for you to have that shirt on. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I just feel like to protect you, you should not wear something that's like that polarizing. Yeah. And I think that's a weird thing anyways for children to do if you're not of voting age. Like, why are you picking such a hard? Well, and he was. He was of voting age. Oh, was he? Okay. A lot of my students were, uh, they could go to school until they were 21. Okay. I wasn't sure if you did like freshman, sophomore. I really didn't, never ask you that much (laughs) about your teaching. Yeah. I didn't love talking about it. (laughs) But um, yeah, I just remember saying to him like, I understand you're going to vote and I want you to vote for whoever you want to vote for, but I want you to understand who you're voting for. Yeah. And that's why they're like, Jerry, you can't talk to kids about politics. And I'm like, well, sue me. Okay. <laughs> Bringing, sorry. And they're like, well, his parents are here. And I was like, okay, well, I'll well, find like, them in the parking lot. Well, like actually sue me. <laughs> yeah. Because is that happening right now? I'm unionized. So whatever. <laughs> find me on my podcast. Mm. Um, This one says, my name is Lily, and when I was 19, I decided to come out to my family as bisexual. I sat down at dinner one night and just spit it out really quickly, and my mom replied with, cool, can you pass me the mashed potatoes? (laughs) (laughs) Which was definitely not the response I was expecting, but at least it wasn't negative. (laughs) That's funny. I came out at 19 when I had my first girlfriend. I told my oldest sister... First, because she's always the easygoing one. She helped me tell my mom, who didn't take it well. I then left the house before she could tell my dad, because I knew he'd be angry too. While I was driving to a friend's house, my other sister called me because she had heard the news as well. She was the first person to tell me I was going to hell. She was also pregnant out of wedlock, and while I'm genuinely, <gasps> while I genuinely see nothing wrong with that, hi kettle, I'm pot. Yes, for real. Yeah. As someone also pregnant now, dus. Yeah, <laughs> out of wedlock. I totally, that's exactly why I will never be like, I'm not going to preach to anybody about any kind of, well, even if I was religious, yeah. Just frustrated me more because, of course, my sin was worse somehow, even though neither are sins. Fast forward a few relationships in 12 years, I have an incredible wife and a beautiful son. An awesome job where I can be myself without fear, a healthy relationship, and best of all, all of my family. Everyone came around and eventually apologized for their behavior. They helped plan and decorate our wedding. We talk every day. They love my wife and everything is much healthier. Also, despite my one sister's initial reaction and many other ridiculous misuse of religion, I am also now very involved in my church and the VP of our church council. One of our biggest goals is uh, inclusion of everyone ensuring no matter who people are, they feel welcomed and safe and loved. I'm able, I'm so thankful to be a part of that. Oh my God, my eyes are like going. I know. 
I'm so thankful to be a part of that and to help people. For anyone scared to come out or recently out with less than thrilled family, please hang on. It gets better and it's beautiful here. And I promise that the day will come, but it just takes time. Just be yourself and you will have the life and the love you deserve. I never thought I'd have what I have now. But when you take care of yourself and push forward, no matter how slow, you'll get here. Be good to yourselves always, Catherine. Oh, thank Thank you, you, Catherine. Catherine. I also want to say like, it, it was 12 years between Catherine's family f- flipping out on her and this reconciliation and this positiveness. And I'm sure those 12 years weren't easy. So um, anyone who is entering the hard part and looking to the, the happy part, um, it doesn't happen overnight. So when you feel like giving up, like I hope that these stories can encourage you to just keep going. Yeah. And family members might not ever get there, but I think it's important to remember that you can find the happy, you can find a new normal and, um, you can pick your family. Yes, absolutely. You can pick your friends and you can pick your nose. (laughs) You You cannot pick pick your your friend's friend's nose. nose. Unless it's your child. Yeah. Cause them fuckers get boogers. (laughs) (laughs) They do. They just like are cool with them hanging out. I will tell Ollie he has a booger, and then that's his cue to just, like, smear it all over his face. And you're like, tight, tight, love that. And so he stares at me, and he's got boogers on his forehead <laughs> and his cheek, and one's in his eye, and I'm like, don't move. Please don't move. <laughs> yeah. God, why are they so booger <laughs> I don't know. Is it all the naps? Maybe. You ever take a fucking fat nap, and then you wake up, and you're like, <laughs> you can't breathe? What's napping like? Oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> I bet. Ask me in six months. Okay. <laughs> I bet I won't have the same answer. Yeah. I am a 33-year-old cis woman. I knew I liked girls at age five, but growing up in a small Indiana town, <clears throat> it was my dirty little secret until I was almost 17. My coming out didn't happen the way I wanted. I was outed to my whole family by my dad after he caught me and my very first girlfriend making out in her car in a random parking lot. <sighs> I was mortified and so upset. Thankfully, my friends and family were very accepting, and eventually my dad apologized for outing me to everybody. My school was not quite as accepting. I got in trouble multiple times for wearing a pride shirt. What the f- Exactly. Why? (laughs) Fucking- I'll yell at a kid for wearing a Trump shirt, but not a pride (laughs) shirt. No. Um, If my girlfriend- Do you hear my voice? What's happening? If my girlfriend and I held hands or kissed in the hallway, we would get written up and they changed the rules for dances because of us. They made it so that same-sex couples could not attend dances as a couple. That's fucking bullshit. Okay, here's the thing. Anyone at a school should get in trouble for kissing or holding hands. But I know that teachers look the other way. For, and some teachers are weird as fuck Ooh, and like the relationships. Don't look the other way. <laughs> they, they like are invested in these teenage relationships and it's so weird. Are you speaking as a teacher or a high schooler? A a human. Oh, I mean, did you see this as a teacher? Yes. Ew, really? Because I know I noticed it. Oh, it also happened to me as a high schooler. Do you remember? Yes. Our teacher loved me and my high school boyfriend. Which is so weird. Mm -hmm. And I know that there was times where I was inappropriate with my high school boyfriend. Like, in front of teachers, and mm-hmm. they would just be like, get down in here, you two. And I'm like, ew! <laughs> ew. I know. Oh, I'm unsure if those r- rules are still in place, but I wouldn't be surprised if they still are. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck schools like that, yeah. first of all. Um, I went to dances all the time with sa- a same-sex person just as, like, friends, so I don't understand why you yeah. even make that a rule that's yeah the silliest thing I've ever heard. 
It's like, there's bigger problems in the world, yeah. fuckers. 100%. <laughs> so, like, pick your rattles. Yeah. And let people be happy. <laughs> I'm so mad. Let them dance. Let's just let them keep some room for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Hey, ladies. My name's Skylar, and I'm trans. I've been in transition for roughly 10 years. I started testosterone when I was 17 at the end of my junior year of high school. My story's been a bit of a whirlwind. I have an incredible support system. Both my parents didn't blink an eye when I told them. My friends are incredible. I'm so lucky and grateful. But it hasn't always been easy. For... Oh, I'm sorry. About a year ago, my long-term relationship ended. We were together for just about seven years. During the entire relationship, she kept me a secret. She was raised very conservative Christian and basically taught to hate me and anyone like me. But regardless, I thought we were in love and it was worth it. She would always say things like soon or one day about telling, sorry, about telling everyone. I'd spend hours waiting for her, spend days planning dates that would be canceled last minute because her family called and they couldn't know about me. It got to the point where I found myself ducking out of pictures with friends and sitting silent whenever anyone recorded a video or was on the phone because I was used to being invisible. This is so Aww. sad. I became ashamed of who I was because of who I was because she was. She ended up leaving me for someone else after being unfaithful. I've spent the last year learning to, to spend time alone, finding myself, battling depression, and relearning how to love myself. I started writing a novel where the main character is trans. Aww. I love that. I, we need more books like that, yeah. I feel. Yeah. I wanted to share my story because I often feel guilty about struggling with being trans because I have such incredible support when others are disowned or worse. It's my imposter syndrome, I suppose. But being trans is so difficult. It feels like this heavy fog, like I'll never be able to see myself exactly how I feel on the inside. But I've learned a lot, and the main thing I've learned is that I deserve to be loved out loud, to be celebrated and not hidden away. And I want everyone else who may be in a similar situation to know that as well. Yes, you do. Yes. Yes, you do. Oh, so good. Okay. This is my last one. Okay, and then I have one more, and then we're... You're going to want to grab... Oh, son of a... You saved the one for... I thought we were in the clear. (laughs) No. Hey ladies, if you don't mind, this is more of a a request to help me feel proud. I've closeted myself as non-binary for almost a decade now because I feel equal amounts valid and invalid with that identity. I discovered this about myself early in my college career, but by the time I had the words to express it, I had also become friends with the only other non-binary person that had already come out and they had the look where they prided themselves on making people ask, are you a boy or a girl? And everyone validated them for it. My body is too masculine to ever achieve that. So it made me feel insecure that people wouldn't see my identity as legitimate because I wouldn't have the physical presentation to match it. And especially doesn't help that popular media tries using that physical aspect to represent non-binary characters in their shows as well. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to now when I'm a good few years out of college and I still want to let my identity be known, but I haven't even been able to tell my girlfriend because I know she can have trouble switching pronouns for people that come out and I wouldn't want her to worry about that or for her to feel the need to correct people on my pronouns or possibly on a new name. When I know I wouldn't be coming out to everyone right away, especially both our parents, I want to find the courage to come out soon because I Sorry, because I even had a little breakdown when filling out paperwork for grad school that asked about my identity because I saw it as an opportunity to start new. But then went down a spiral of statements such as, would it be right to tell the school before I told my own girlfriend? So in the meantime, it will just continue to hurt when our friends make the statements like, 
Why do boys insert generalization here? No offense, my name. Or feel the need to let me know if I'm an exception to their statements about guys, almost like they're on the edge of realizing it for themselves without me needing to come out. But instead, just stay content in adding exceptions to their generalizations. Maybe one day I can just get really drunk at a party and out myself. But before then, I was hoping you two could help me out and give me a shout out to the name I'm starting to settle on because I have no other way to hear it spoken to me. Scout. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for trusting us. Thank you oh. so much for letting us be the people to say your new name aloud. It's loud. Scout? Mm-hmm. Oh, Scout. I love that name. <laughs> That's a really good name. I, I want you to be able to be the person that you are in front of everybody. Yes. And I know that's hard right now. I am so happy that I read that earlier. Um, I almost threw up. I want you to know that I hyperventilated into my hands. <laughs> she sent me a Marco Polo and her whole face was red. Uh, like yeah. Straight up thought your head was going to explode. Because I can't imagine. I can't imagine feeling like you're in a body that's not yours and in a name, answering to a name that doesn't feel like yours. And finally accepting yourself for who you are and wanting to own it and finding a name that feels like you and letting us be the one to say it. Yeah, that's incredible. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting us do that for you. Oh, that's a good one. We are so proud of you. Yes, Scout. Scout! We love you, Scout. Mm -hmm. I just want to keep saying it. (laughs) Okay, last one. Hi, Sierra and Jerry. I discovered you all on TikTok and love you so much. I'm sorry, and loved you so much. So I went back through Spotify and YouTube to hear it all and watch it come to life as well. Oh, my gosh. Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot of hours. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I think I have always loved females. I think I displayed that affection as wanting to look like the pretty girls. In high school, in high school was when I really came to terms with it myself. I was a freshman and I was working as a waitress. Shout out Sierra. I love when I get shoutouts <laughs> on my own show, honestly. <laughs> so thank you. In a nursing home, and so I in a nursing home and so I worked close with the chefs well one of those chefs was the most beautiful creature that I've ever laid eyes on and she was like 10 years older than me and just totally out of my league but she flirted with me she was giving me the real affection I was seeking not the kind that boys that age give basically just wanting to get in your pants when I was ready to come out to my friends at school I wasn't ready to come out to my family because they're so judgmental and I was nervous so I did what any 16-year-old would do. I, block your mom and sister on Twitter and come out to your friends and the rest of your town on Twitter. <laughs> well, that totally backfired because my sister, who's a couple years older than me, was at college and her friend went to my school and followed me. She sent my coming out tweet to my <gasps> sister. And then my sister decided to call my mom and tell her. Don't out people. No, what the fuck? <laughs> you, 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 no stamps. <laughs> no stamps for you, sister. <laughs> Friend or of sister. friend of sister. <laughs> so my mom came downstairs to my bedroom and asked me what what that was all about and that I'd have to figure out what to tell my dad. It was crazy. We had a weird thing for a while, but currently I'm 25 and I'm engaged to the most incredible woman who deserves the entire world and I cannot wait to spend the rest of my life giving it to her. Aww. Oh, and my parents love her more than anything and treat her like one of their own. Aww. 
And then she says, happy pride. Happy pride. Oh. Is it the chef? Oh, I don't think it is. <laughs> but what a fucking what a twist. If it <laughs> That's good. Oh, that well, was good. Thank you guys for sharing your stories. Um, that was so, so special to us. And I hope that it was special for you guys as well. Um, I cannot say thank you enough. Um, I'm at a loss, yeah. honestly, which is kind of shocking. <laughs> so Normally we have so much to say. So the fact that you all left us a bit speechless is yeah. kind of incredible. Yeah. Sometimes with situations like this, um, I want to just step back from the the stage and be like, here you go. Let have you have it. your moment. And I think that's what my brain did. My brain, I feel like that I've had such a hard time speaking this entire time because um, my brain is like, this isn't about you. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to give you guys the moment. Yeah. Because so. this is what it's really about. Yeah. So thank you. Happy Pride. Yes. We love you. You are perfect just as you are. Yeah. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Yes. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. <laughs> yes. Come on, girl. <laughs> Own your life. <laughs> or whatever I said last time. <laughs> okay. Um, right. That's that's our pride special, guys. Thanks for being such a huge part of it. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Here you are, BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not.